Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks so much for joining me today. I know it's still October, but we got some snow yesterday. And so I thought we should start talking about the holidays because really, isn't it on our minds anyway? So we may as well get it out on the table. So today I'm going to talk about culture building and the holidays or Christmas, Advent, Thanksgiving. That's what I mean by the holidays, the holy days. So how do we build culture during this season? Because there it is before us. So how can we be very intentional about what we're doing? We're all called to be building culture, particularly women are given this task. And this requires a lot of strength and foresight and conviction. And Proverbs 14.1, you know this verse, the wise woman builds her house. So the wise woman is a builder. She's building something. And she certainly begins with a house. Without a house, there is no culture. You may not feel like you're building a Christian culture at the end of one day's work when you've been very busy, but just think about the builder. You know, he may spend the day framing or doing some work. Maybe he's preparing the soil at the end of the day. He doesn't have the house yet. It's going to take months. And in the same way, it may take many years. It may take an entire generation before you get to see what kind of culturally speaking house that you have built. But each day's labor really does add up. Slowly, faithfully, over time, God uses our work to build a Christian culture. So I just thought certainly the holidays are a big part and an important part of Christian culture. The way we prepare, the way we celebrate really does matter. So that's why I'm bringing this up now. C.S. Lewis wrote a wonderful little essay, which you can find in his book, God in the Dock. The essay is called Christmas and Xmas. And in this, he describes the vast difference between these two holidays and He can't understand why they're on the same day. He's writing it as though he's a tourist to this country with with these two different celebrations happening at the same time. Xmas, he describes as this long, dreary, guilt-ridden season of preparation followed by overeating and overdrinking, while the other is a sweet season that culminates in a worship service that's full of wonder and awe. So, Of course, I recommend this little essay to you. I commend it to you. Meanwhile, as we begin this holiday season, I'd like to talk about how to have our guard up and be alert so that we will stay clear of those attitudes of Xmas, because really, that's how we tear our house down. We wouldn't be culture building. We'd be culture destroying if we give way to the attitudes and mindsets of Xmas. So I'm not going to be giving you tips for Christmas shopping or Christmas dinner planning, because you can find those kind of tips everywhere. I love reading about those. I do. But I'm talking here about building a Christian culture around the holidays and how to focus on our spiritual preparations, as well as the physical, not instead of, but in combination with all those physical preparations, because of course they are connected. Holidays are famous for family stress, and much can be the result of unspoken expectations. So 
as you are making lists, as you should be, just pause for a moment and make a list of all your unspoken expectations. Ask God to reveal them to you. Are you expecting to be invited to the parties? Are you expecting to have an amazing tree that will cause all your guests to gasp? (laughs) Are you expecting a thoughtful gift? Or of having all your shopping done in time, all your cards mailed, all the children in matching pajamas, all your projects done, everyone dressed in holiday wear? You get the idea. I just urge you, lay down all those expectations one by one. It's not that you don't need to do those things. It's the expectations that can be the snares. I hope you get the idea. Uh, Make a list of some new expectations. Here's some samples. I expect to be tempted to impatience, maybe while I'm driving on a crowded snowy road or standing in a long line. I expect to be tempted to disappointment, the gift that didn't arrive on time, the turkey that wasn't done on time, the mashed potatoes that were lumpy. I expect to be tempted to worry or to get anxious about how I will get everything done. I expect to be tempted to get my feelings hurt or to feel left out or overlooked. I expect to be tempted to feel overwhelmed, to compare myself or be tempted to envy. I expect to be tempted to eat too many sweets or drink too much coffee. So in all these expectations of temptation, prepare yourself. How do I think you should do that? Well, by being daily in the Word, of course, and being daily in prayer that you'll be alert, watchful, on guard for temptation. Pray over your shopping list and over your shopping decisions and over your schedule, over your cooking and planning and committing all the results to God. Just walking before Him. And then when the temptation comes, you will not be surprised. It's like, oh, I was expecting this. And thank God that you're prepared. Here's the temptation to take offense, the one I was expecting. Or here's the disappointment I knew would rear its ugly head. Aha, I caught you. So you're just prepared. Think of how lovely Christmas would be if you didn't have to run that obstacle course of family expectations. So as much as is possible with you, relieve all of your people of those kinds of expectations. Put them first. Don't guilt them into being at your dinner. Set them free to establish their own traditions. And here I'm, of course, talking about extended family, married children, married grandchildren. Of course, invite them to your events or move yours to accommodate everyone. Be that person rather than the demanding mother or mother-in-law or grandmother. Think of how different your holidays will go when you have that mindset. Be flexible. Traditions are nice, of course, but they should never be what drives everything. Give way and don't be demanding. I learned long ago that every sort of big event was going to have some curveballs, and they are funny in retrospect, and some of them are funny at the time. but. Those are the sorts of things you want to be expecting so you just can laugh at the moment. Like the time I was walking to my in-laws and I had to climb over kind of a big pile of snow along the curb. And as I did, that pie I was carrying slipped out of my hand and landed upside down on the snow. (laughs) So I did the only possible prudent thing. I just slid my hand under it and flipped it back over and carried it in. 
or the time I came home from shopping, and there was our Christmas tree, freshly decorated, that had, well, actually redecorated. It had fallen over, and Nate had been home, and he and a friend had gotten that thing back up again, but what a mess. We got all the decorations back on, all the mess cleaned up, and then you know what? It fell again. That's when we learned we had to anchor it to the wall. (laughs) Or the time our tree died. I mean, it was just turned completely dead. So we took everything off. We took it out. We bought a new one. We started over. I mean, those are laughable. But you can have things like that go wrong. What if it had fallen right before my party I was throwing or something? Thankfully, that didn't happen. But if it had, that's when we have to just flex our faith muscle, right? And walk through cheerfully. Celebrating the advent and birth of our Savior is a very big deal. We want to do it right. So as you enter into this season, be very intentional in your spiritual preparation, as much or as more than you are with all the other planning and preparation. Celebrate Christmas, not Xmas. And this year, Christmas falls on Sunday as it should. And it's a perfect day to gather and worship our good and glorious Lord who sent us his son. If you are in fellowship with God and with your family, you'll be in good shape to worship the Lord. But if you're carrying resentments and you're anxious about dinner and dreading all the mess that waits you at home, it's going to spoil your worship. And that will spoil your Christmas dinner and all the rest of it. As you're being intentional about this, build a culture in your home that is Christ-centered all the time, not just at Christmas, but Christmas provides us with a wonderful opportunity, a really intense, concentrated time to practice so many spiritual things like hospitality, generosity, forgiveness, joyful celebration, gift-giving, sacrificial giving. And all these things are in stark contrast to the world. We don't want to squander any of these opportunities. So go forward into this season with your eyes open and your guard up, full of the fruit of the Spirit, and be intentional about building Christmas culture in your homes. (laughs) Thank you for joining me. I hope this wasn't too early for you. Do the same with Thanksgiving. It's coming first. And blessings on your week. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around. <laughs>